what's up? Welcome to the First Issue Club comic book podcast. We're your weekly comic book reading club. And we're covering first issues to make it accessible for one and all. For everybody. Yeah, I guess. Uh, who are you? <laughs> I'm Budget King. Do you think there's people this, that comic books aren't for? Is that going to be your hot take? Haters. <laughs> Haters <laughs> probably don't like comic books. Hey, who are you? Uh, I'm Greg. Uh, notorious hater of haters. Um, who else doesn't like comic books? I would say, um, who doesn't like comic books? Uh, yeah. Mennonites. Uh, people that Not, are, no, and no offense to the Mennonite community, but I'm sure they are busy doing other things. I think besides people that are like books. cool and they're like comic books suck because they're for like nerds. Oh, the people who like really hate superhero movies, right? Yeah, they're just into like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, films uh, like Turner Classics and stuff. <laughs> they, they watch the Maltese Falcon yeah. every day. Films haven't gotten better since 1913. <laughs> How much do you guys love hearing the take that it's like these uh, male power fantasies? Oh, yeah. It's like too broed out. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's not wrong. No, it isn't. That <laughs> makes me saying, mad. People say it like it's gonna, like it's the first time you've ever heard that take, and yeah. it's like, no, that's. I mean, you ready well, for this hot it's, take? It's, it's, it's kind of been that for like eighty years. It's kind of being like, <laughs> you know, gum's got sugar in it. It's gonna rot your teeth. It's yeah. like, yeah, I still like gum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and while like while I accept the argument that these are like power fantasies played out for like teenagers and grown men um that the the medium has transcended that <laughs> it's shifted over the years like yeah it's that you know people use the medium to tell different stories that aren't oh um, uh, you ever heard of watchman <laughs> <laughs> that's what i say to that guy yeah excuse me my lady um you guys ever consider that like <laughs> die hard is a is christmas like a christmas movie what when you guys first heard the news um, <laughs> that the queen had COVID, oh, what, what yeah. was your initial thoughts? I was about to take a shit, and <laughs> I just was like, oh, get that off, get that notification out of here. I need to get on. I didn't know this happened. Twitter. She's got it. She's been kissing the 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 non nobility all over England, and she finally got the COVID. I guess that is the story. Is like. Even somebody as classy as the queen, mm-hmm. COVID hasn't takes no prisoner. That's the ultimate, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, finish your thought. I, I totally blanked out. <laughs> Equalizer. Equalizer. Do you think you think people will still read comics after the Russian American Ukraine war? <laughs> I think it will be over in a few months. You think so? Famous last words from Greg. Oh yeah, no kidding. Uh, I money, think money, money. during war times and times of struggle is when artists really thrive, mm-hmm. and I, I expect this period to be no different. And we'll probably see a lot of expression about Superman coming back, what's going on, beating up the Russians. Yeah, politically within comics. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see Russians be the villains again in Me too. my comic books. Yeah, DC. Oh, they've been the villains for a while. But it's been like, they kind of quieted down. They're just like, oh, look, no big deal. Now Putin's just like, I want my people to be in the. I am. Well, you're talking about in real life? Because the whole MCU thing has always been, ru- like, Russians have always been. Well, the bad Hydra guys. is more like Nazi. So, right. So German. 
Which are, was, you, are you familiar how like Europe and uh, Asia works? <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing because we're scared. <laughs> this was a plot theme from a, for a movie placed in the what forties? What was Captain America and like Red Skull and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But now you're saying Russians in the new movies. Now it's all Russia. Yeah. Okay, I so, think you're yeah. confusing Bond with MCU. Oh, maybe. Maybe I don't know what <laughs> It's so easy to do. About. It's so easy to do. I don't know. Gas prices are going to go up. Comic book prices are going to go up. Superman's going to have a big comeback. That's my prediction. Greg over here said it's going to be done in two days, so get at him on Twitter. Canceled. Ah, canceled. Done. Not days. Months. <laughs> big difference. No, no respect for human life, I guess. <laughs> I don't... What would you cut from your budget before comics? Car. Gas, child. <laughs> uh, the first to go, the candy budget. Um, that's about fifty bucks a week. I gotta have my candy necklaces. Second would be uh, my balloons. Yep, I, I always have to have a room full of balloons to r- run around <laughs> in. I could drink all water and dr- and eat stovetop for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I can give up my sunny D. Yeah, so any, like, drinks outside of the water family? <laughs> that just comes from your faucet. Yeah. <laughs> I will, you know what I'll probably start doing? If it, if it gets real bad, I need to save for comics. I'll just steal sodas from my work fridge. Oh, yeah. I'll bring, like, a backpack. I'm just like, oh, I'm doing extra work. And then I'll stay late and pack it full of Diet Cokes and Sprites and take them home and use them as currency. Free money. Essentially. I mean, do they still give you cash for cans? Oh yeah, de- I mean the. It, I don't think you cash for clunkers. If they don't, you're the pouring guy, these out. If they don't, the <laughs> yeah, guy, I'm not even drinking them. I hate soda. <laughs> if they don't, the guy that goes through my recycling every Thursday needs to be uh, updated. <laughs> no, is there really someone that does? I that? Oh yeah, that. oh yeah, that used to happen in my old neighborhood. Is it a person that is being helpful and wants your cans, or is it someone that, who is displaced from a home? That um, needs money. Well, he has a truck, and he doesn't leave a mess. He's got a respectful hustle. I see him out there, and I'm like, damn. that's That dude's working. But here's the thing. The one thing the city benefits from during recycling <laughs> is cans. Cans. <laughs> and instead of going to the city, your basic basically your donation to the city <laughs> is going to this guy's pocket. Is being personal. Hoodwinked. Right in front of you. I think it's also illegal to take trash. Probably. Yeah, I would say so. I mean... You could probably get that guy in trouble if you want. to. You have to, to walk onto someone's property to get it. Yeah. At my old house, the dude used to leave a mess. Same. I, And I felt so bad for the guys who picked up recycling every morning. Yeah. And I don't know if they knew this or if they just thought we put out our recycling bin and basically like... Let all the shit fall out on the street and sidewalk. I've never had this problem before. Yeah, I'm, if I'm being honest, you haven't lived in the real parts. Of the yeah, you haven't been in the mean streets of KC. <laughs> yeah, I sitting... used to live three blocks away from you, oh, and in the, the same building as you. In oh, the fluffer you, wait, butter you know apartment, what, though. You know what it really is? Is you weren't recycling? Oh hell no, no. <laughs> Everything in one Fuck giant trash mother bag. Mother Earth. <laughs> A true collector. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when they're going to print these six flag cans again? <laughs> yeah, you got to keep them mint. I moved all my comics to the basement. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Big update. What's the atmosphere like down there? Um, I got a little moisturizing tester. And you finished your basement? Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not like carpeted, but it is like walls and yeah. There's like <laughs> there are walls. There are walls. <laughs> you could do. Uh... Is there like a door or two? <laughs> yeah. Um, we got and they're off the ground. Uh-huh. Temperatures like good. Do you have a dehumidifier in yeah, there? Oh yeah, two, okay. two, two. Well, I'm not worried anymore. So, we're finishing our basement too, and that's where my bad boys are going. So, what do you think? You think still bad move? I think it should be fine. No, yeah, it's temperature controlled, right? Mm-hmm. You're fine. I'll get that dehumidifier blasting on fours. So wait, why did you move them? Uh, get another feng shui in my office. My, they were like really kind of box in my office and make it like losing some space a little bit. Hmm. And so... Were you ashamed? No. and I Because I know you have to do more Zoom calls now. <laughs> yeah. So I more office, uh, need more office stuff. I was not ashamed. I would be proud to show these. The way that uh, my wife required me to move my office around necessitated that I didn't dominate all the walls with comic books. So she was like, let's move it downstairs. And I was like, you know what you're asking? And she was worn out. She had to take a nap after we did it. It took, took two hours. Why didn't you call either of us? <laughs> I wanted to see her. She needed to see what it actually means to move these around. You know, that is something that no one that outside of collecting the comic books knows what it's like to move your collection right. around from well, house to I, house. Well, because every, every house we've moved, I've moved it myself. Cause I, I, wouldn't let, I wouldn't let anyone else yeah. touch my comic books moving. No way. So there it is. There's a little comic book news for everybody. Wow. Yeah, wow. Boxes full of paper. <laughs> heavy. The verdict's in. Oh, yeah. Very heavy. This, that Detecting shit. the note of sass in there. The, uh, ke- kettlebells, watch out. You put enough thin things together in, in a small space. Yeah. What, it becomes turn, one big thick thing. Yes, exactly. What, what weighs more, 50 pounds of kettlebells or 50 pounds of comic books? Most say comic books. The mother's the doctor. <laughs> the ice cube and that's how he hung himself <laughs> oh boy for a week full of news we certainly filled up a bunch of actual news this is the kind of shit people care about there's no news there's no news no news after this week so. at the time of recording so it, yeah, we had to fill time there could be all kinds of shit after after today that we're going to completely miss but as of right now no news so let's get into our books how about it <clears throat> the real books the real heroes of the show. <laughs> Comic books. Real books. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with Step by Bloody Step. Mm-hmm. This came out on Image, written by Simon Spurrier. It was a silent comic. Yeah. Takes. <laughs> Hold on. I love that we're calling it a silent comic. It was wordless. <laughs> Both. I think that hey, word did you works. S- Did you say what books we're doing at the top? No, uh-uh. You're not going to do that? It's in the title. So we uh... Look at your phone. Yeah, look at your phone. Because this, and... this isn't a silent podcast. Right, yeah. It's not wordless either. Yep. Cy Spurrier, that's how he goes by now. Mm-hmm. Um, he Do we did... know why? Why he changed, why he went to Cy? Yeah. He's cooler. He's credited it as- definitely I've... is cooler. I've seen him credited as Simon in a that, couple things. That was old, there. old. That Simon, was... cool name. Pre... Cy, whoa. Yeah. Way cooler name. Yeah, you went, a, is... you went a young. This is like Dennis Hopeless and Dennis Hallam. Exactly right. He kind of goes back and forth still. Dennis Hopeless sounds like a, a person that roller derbies. That's like a roller derby name. It's a very rock and roll name, yeah. yeah. So, okay, cool. Uh, I think the lead-up says it all of what this comic book is. A girl wakes up. She can't talk. She has no memories. But she does have a giant. 
I was wondering about the gender of that character. I didn't read anything. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was a little boy or a little girl. Um, You know what? I couldn't find anything on that either. There was some clothing towards the end that made me speculate that it was possibly a female presenting character. Like the well, the, the greenish outfit had the vest that kind of looked like uh, like a brassiere or like kind of cut like that. So I don't know. Specifically, previews well, called King it a girl. confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a girl. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I suppose. It's, this is Iron Giant, essentially. Um, in uh, no, well, prehistoric times, I don't or think weird fantasy world. No, I, I mean, I I get the nod to Iron Giant for sure, but this is more like for me, it was like those. Um, Tom and Jerry cartoons where the bulldog has to watch a baby that's running around the house <laughs> yeah, getting in yeah, trouble. Right. Or Baby's Day Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With a dog. Or Dunstan checks in <laughs> or whatever. It's like this yeah. big Goliath of a yeah. character tending after this doddering little idiot of a baby that is just oblivious to everything while this monster just gets fucking shit canned so, for a whole issue. So I, I think if once, one, this is a four issue comic which is a bummer it is a bummer i think if it weren't and this got some heat i think this would be a beloved it's on track to be a beloved comic Mm -hmm. they're big double issues too which is nice for a comic yeah no text it felt like i was reading it the entire time Mm -hmm. i didn't i wasn't like oh this is a silent comic or a wordless comic yeah when they do exert words they are talking in like some like atlantean language alien language Yeah. yeah of sorts one of the coolest reveals is that you find out the monster is actually a mech being controlled by like a human, essentially, right? Because she sets down her helmet. It's a giant in like a like a uh, medieval coat of arms. Got it. Okay, it is a giant, but it's like yeah, yeah. Were, it looks like a kid that's massive, mm-hmm. with like plants and shit growing out of its face. Right. Yeah. 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 And it, the it almost resembled the child. Like, the hair was kind of the same. They look like they could be brother and sister. Right. Definitely of the same elk. Yeah, I was like, is that like a mom or a dad or like something? Like, there's some kind of connection there, but um, I I mean, I loved this book. I thought it was really great. Um, one, I'm not very good at reading, so that was nice to not have any words to stumble <laughs> yeah, over. You, you picked a weird podcast to send to your life around. <laughs> but you know what? I've learned more words as we've gone along, so it's benefited me as well. Um, this definitely had like Mobius feels to it. Like the alien worlds they were in were just so exotic and like just really nuanced. And even though there, there wasn't any words, it was like a completely fleshed out world with dynamic characters that you just could like infer so much about with. And it was amazing that they, that they did it with no words at all. I would give this to com- this comic book to anybody and they would enjoy it. This is a... A, just a masterpiece of a comic. Right. Like how earlier in the episode we said, who doesn't like comics? And we spouted, now who we, didn't like comics? We go find those people. Give them this. The person that's only watching Turner Classic Movies. Bam. And we say, hey, take this comic. Love yeah. pictures, hate words? Check we, this out. Yeah, we got, yeah. And it's three more issues for you. <laughs> it's independent. You're, you're supporting, uh, you know, independent people. People like that, I think. Yeah. Did you have a take, Mike? Did you did you enjoy it? We we covered. Yeah, we were we dominating. Had... Sorry, I did. Lots of sweet moments in the book, um, but we also feel that the relationship between the giant and the kid is a protective one. So, um, 
one's looking after the other is more worldly, understands more about what's going on. Did we didn't really talk about that the young human girl got cut. Yeah. And the giant put the blood on its fingers and dipped his finger into the dirt. Yeah. And like a whole field of vegetation started to grow from yeah. it. So there's obviously something special about this child. Yes. And that setup leads to the villains of the story catching air of this giant. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, they come see this farmer and they're like, what the fuck is going on with your land? Uh-huh. And then they take take him away on a magic vulture. Yes. <laughs> and I'm assuming go to find the You think this will be connected to uh, the other Psy Spurrier? Uh, Spurrier uh, Coda? Yeah. it's uh, Is it the same creative team? I believe. I think it is. Because the art style looks very similar. But uh, def- uh, it's not World of Coda, I wouldn't think. Yeah. If it was, brava. Mm-hmm. But if it's its own separate thing, that's it, fine too. It could be connected to the uh, James Tunyon uh, book that's like the castle where he's queer, I think. Wind? wind? Yeah. It felt like it could be adjacent to wind somewhere. Mm, it seems too brutal for wind. Okay. I just thought- image, Wind has some whimsy to it. Image might be doing a thing where they're like, let's get our worlds together. <laughs> let's connect yeah. all the universes. Let's cross over. Let's just get it going. Oh, wind is boom studios. Oh, you're right. Oh, oh wow. I'm an idiot. Cut it. Oh, God. Don't cut it. Leave it on there. I let everybody <laughs> we know. We leave I'm... our mistakes on the open floor. Let them know I'm an idiot. Sorry, <laughs> I know you listened to this show. We liked your book. <laughs> loved we, it. We loved it. A, a huge endorsement. I hope you sell a lot of four-issue silent books because we certified First Issue Club Banger gave it an award yeah. here. Yeah, give us your address. We'll send you a plaque. Certified Banger. If you actually give us your fucking address, we'll send you a plaque. But, you know, yeah. you might be a pussy and not do it, so. Um, who we tried to, who else did we send, try to send a, black, a plaque to? Mark Russell. Yeah. Mark Mark Russell won back-to-back picks of the week. Yeah. And we we added him, and he was like, oh, that's great. And he didn't give us his address, probably for a good reason. Yeah, I want your address. But, you know. It's a DM. It doesn't have to be public. Now we have his plaques here just collecting dust. Piling up. Yeah. Well, good we'll give we'll it. give we'll give Cy Mark we'll, Russell's we'll, plaque. We'll cross out Mark <laughs> Russell's name and put Cy Spurrier. Yeah. All right, our our next book. Yeah, let's do it. Ben Benjamin Percy's Ghostwriter. Benjamin Percy writes a great rough and tumble male bro dominated Marvel book such as Wolverine. Now he dips his toes into Ghostwriter. We find Ghostwriter having crashed, having no memories of who. He was, and a female ghostwriter may be entering the scene. A female ghostwriter. Say that again? Explain. Right? I mean, well, so we have a female protagonist. I don't know that it's, she's going to be the ghostwriter. Okay. But she's the hero. Sorry. There's going to be a female hero in this book. What? I don't know. What? Right? Did you, like, the, the lady that's, like, throwing spiders? Talia oh. Warroad. It's, it's a really silly name. Yeah. I like that, like, it's Johnny Blaze. The guy he's working with in the shop is Crash. Crash. And then this new character's name is Talia Warroad. Well, to me, she stole the show of the book. I really enjoyed her. Yeah, she was like, barely in it. 
I but know, I mean, but she was very throwing a spider at a secretary is a pretty baller move. <laughs> but they like I don't need an appointment. Spider, <laughs> that was, spider. That was so funny, so weird. <laughs> like, why did she have a spider with her? It was a big one too. <laughs> they call me Spider Woman. I don't. She, I am not sure. I, I think we're supposed to take it that that was a real spider, right? <laughs> yeah. Spider. But she's surely, certainly not keeping fake spiders in her pocket. <laughs> Spider-Man should take note. Throw real spiders at people? Don't web people. Grab a handful of spiders. Right. Somebody disrespects you when you're right. going on to your shield meeting. Spider them. <laughs> it's It sucks that Ant-Man can communicate with ants, but Spider-Man can't communicate with spiders. Right. Like I feel like that he could use that to his advantage in most of his adventures. Yeah. So the, this book kind of takes off the premise. If you've watched Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, like a, a similar thing happened in the comics where S.H.I.E.L.D. dissolved. Oh, right, yeah. And they kind of went underground, but a lot of the agents went to other places, got mm-hmm. other jobs, a lot of them working at like the CIA, FBI, et cetera. And she's, one, Robbins. And she's one of those people who's used to like no rules, running and gunning, on her own. Ask, All the money. Asking for tons of resources and always getting it because they're like a shadow government organization. So it, it's just cool to see her try to weed through the bureaucracy of... <laughs> the red tape of the <laughs> FBI, right? Uh, I think CIA. CIA, okay. And she's like, they're like, who do you think you are? And she's like, I know exactly who I am. A monster hunter. Right. Very metal. She's wearing like a, what do you call it? Like a choker? Like a collar thing that's like metal studded. Oh, yeah, yeah. And has a nose (laughs) ring and chopped black hair. She says, Mama's little bitch on the deck. (laughs) (laughs) She's that type of person. Yeah. (laughs) I don't break hearts, I eat them. Which you don't see that often in comics. Did you guys get. No, you're right. I get a little bit of like Swamp Thing Animal Man ness from this book where it's like there's this like the red or the green was a big premise in those DC books mm-hmm. where it's like there's this other spiritual realm that the humans aren't aware of, aware of yeah. or, or in and then like that's going to come be the realm that's like coming back and forth and this is this like monster world of sorts or and like the vengeance thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we don't totally know what the story is behind this other realm. So the book essentially takes place in this dimension where Johnny Blaze thinks he's living the American dream. Yeah, like in a Smallville. Yeah, but he's having some trouble like keeping his shit together. And he's like seeing things hallucinating. And then you find out that the things he's hallucinating are real. He's mm-hmm. trapped in some fake monster zone where they're putting on the facade of being friendly humans in a, in small town USA mm-hmm. to quell him and keep him right. like satiated, I guess, while monsters do their shit elsewhere. They're definitely keeping Johnny from doing, doing something. something. We don't know. and Being it, the ghostwriter, essentially, because those, those demons would have been probably taken care of by the ghostwriter. And uh, the intention of the realm may be good. You know, Ghost Rider's a murderer. <laughs> and But he murders for good. Right. He's like well, Dexter. That's true. Yes. Yeah. A good call. And he, he well, he has this conversation too where he's like, I don't like being Ghost Rider. 
It's I don't curse. think anyone likes being okay, did yeah, you, Ghost Rider. Did you know that Ghost Rider is like constantly in pain because he's like on fire? <laughs> no, I mean, I it, mean that makes sense. But it kind of talked about like he was like how much pain it suffered for him to be, you know, the transformation. Uh-huh. But it alluded that he's always feeling the burning. Well, yeah, I think he's constantly feeling the suffering of yeah the people in hell too, like. It's not a great gig to be a ghostwriter. I don't think he's physically feeling like he's on fire all the time. No, yeah, it's like a punishment thing. It's like, a, you know, wearing like camel's hair or a cat of nine tails. I know when he like... Camel's hair. <laughs> I know he like absorbs the... Like he like eats the sins, basically. Yeah. Of... They're low carb. <laughs> but... He he feels that when he takes that on, mm-hmm. and that's part of the anguish and load on him. You're saying physical heat, hot to touch. Yeah, he's constantly. He's feeling. constantly. That was cleared up in this book. He's constantly in pain, like a third degree, like burn patient. Mm, I didn't get that. I feel then he wouldn't be able to do anything. I've got no nerve endings. I filled in some gaps, but I he's think a skeleton. Like the old, when when Johnny Blaze is in the like Ghost the same Rider premise form. as Hellraiser. What? Oh, the pleasure is the pain? Right, yeah. He, okay. So he likes it. I think. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the scene when you've seen the therapist and she turns into the demon. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sometimes the pleasure comes from the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she was just saying some demonic shit to be a, <laughs> a demon. Okay. Anyway, this is a shake em up on the Ghost Rider story, and it was really fun. It was kind of um, more brutal than I thought it was going to be. There was that scene where he was like, um, the magician dude, like, kind of yanks him out of everything. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, they're like, there's, there's some this... sort of intruder on this realm who's like a warlock or something. Yeah, but you think he's a bad guy, which, I mean, he seems pretty bad. He made a kid beat another kid with a bat. <laughs> but it was a monster kid. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, like, he knows he... they're not people. So he's like, he's the one that, like, frees Johnny from his, like, uh, fog of this Pleasantville area. Yeah. And so Johnny's just like, Where, what have I missed? And the dude's like, here's all the shit you've missed while you've been in this like weird town. And it shows people like cut up and made into like totem poles and like being ripped apart by barbed wire. And like for a Marvel comic that's not under the max that's a good point. publishing, there was some gruesome That shit imagery. was brutal. It honestly gave me Hellraiser vibes multiple times. I get it. And that's yeah. a great reference. Like that 100 And th- they lean into that. Kudos. Mm-hmm. We love pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I really like Benjamin Percy, but sometimes I feel like he gets in a little bit of like bro writing mode. I agree with that. Of stuff that I've like read. And this felt like a really good fleshed out adventure story of like world. Say that to his face. I'll say whatever I want to his fucking face. I'll, you know what I'll say to Benjamin Percy's face? You, me, dinner, seven o'clock. I'm paying. I hope you like Italian. He's got a big deep voice. He's very manly and attractive. Yeah. I would say nothing but compliments to He's his like face. if Ron Swanson did sit-ups. Oh, he is 100% the Nick Offerman of comic books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All due respect, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Please don't come to my house and beat me up. Come to my house and beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my whispers, not to my words. <laughs> oh, I love that as a tagline for me. <laughs> uh, it was cool. It was a, it was a step in the right demean, d- demonic direction. For Ghost Rider. 
Yeah, I like that it was. It did that thing that we always say we like, where it it made this like cool, intimate, small story, where you saw a lot of like personal struggle. Struggle. Yeah. Instead of being like, he's the king of hell. Like as cool as the last run was. Oh, Ed Brisson, where he ended up being the king of hell and all that stuff. It was like such a big, grandiose story, um, pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and it it. Was that Johnny Blaze though, or was that Ketchum? Uh, he was in it. At, he was, it, yeah, he yeah. was in it at some point. Um, There's too many Ghost Riders running around. There are. Do you guys have the what? Mm-hmm. Robbie Reyes first appearance. Yeah, yeah. The Trad Moore mm-hmm. book. I think that's worth some money. It still. is yeah. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I and to to stay on that point, I love it when there's a Ghost Rider that doesn't ride a motorcycle. Like, Robbie Uh Reyes has the car. Right. And there is, like, the living spirit of vengeance from, like, when when it was, like, a Native American who rides a flaming horse. Yeah. Which is pretty badass. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to see different iterations or maybe different multiverse versions of, like, I don't know, like a ghost rider that rides, like, a pogo stick that's on fire or something, (laughs) like, like crazy like that. What's that? Those things that that are um, still still really popular. Segway, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like a fanny pack with a demon in it. Yeah. Um, rollerblading would be pretty. Yeah, exactly. Pretty Unicycle. Unicycle would be fun. Mm-hmm. The Marvel Legacy Ancients. There, oh. there was one that rode a mammoth. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. It's awesome. I think it's just like a fun uh, way to depict different ghost They all riders. need a mode of transportation. That's what they share in common. <laughs> they can't walk, which yeah. is funny. Like, <laughs> like they need something to, to move them. They can't just like walk from place to place. Vengeance won't wait for anybody. I want a ghost rider. there fast. That has to depend on public transportation. Uber. Oh, and it's always on fire? <laughs> yes, yeah, like he gets onto the bus and it's just all on fire. <laughs> just tapping his foot yeah. at a bus stop like, let's go. Oh God, I'm going to be late. <laughs> Getting ride shares. <laughs> He's in the sidecar of a moped <laughs> like a biplane like someone's <laughs> buzzing him around one of those like city bike renta things <laughs> oh oh one of those like beer things where everybody pedals <laughs> <laughs> pedal bar yeah can we take a left here <laughs> no nope, sorry it's not on the booze cruise <sighs> has there ever been a ghostwriter that has to use a ship that'd oh, be kind of cool a like flaming that, yeah. ship like, a, like the flying dutchman Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had to say it like that. But I could see I that. Or a hovercraft of sorts. Ooh. Maybe they're in the Everglades. Ooh, a fan boat. Mm-hmm. would be dope. A uh, fan boat ghost rider would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like a redneck <laughs> fan boat ghost rider. <laughs> Look into my eyes, you son bitch. I'm going to clean you of your sins. <laughs> Who am I? I'm the ghost rider. I'm the damn spirit of vengeance. Oh, so we're writing that comic, right? Oh, damn, my fans are breaking again. <laughs> damn nation. You're supposed to be a magic fan. <laughs> In this scenario, Ghost Rider is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like he got like this person got it by accident. That's what I love. God <laughs> damn it. Jugboat got the spirit of vengeance in him. He's jobless. He has two friends. He kind of works on cars. He drank the, like he just drank the wrong bottle of moonshine and just like the spirit of vengeance. We cross-eyed. Yeah. Zooey, that's good shine. Watch my head on fire. 
<laughs> Why am I eternally in pain? But it's pleasure. Yeah. Man, my sciatica's flaring up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Man, if I had genitals, they'd be hard as stones. <laughs> this food tastes bad. How great is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, before we go. Okay. No, you, yeah, yeah. We have a couple things to oh, get through. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, this episode is sponsored always and forever by Boulevard Brewing Company, Space Camper IPA. Yum, yum, give me some. You're rocking the hat right now. You got yeah. the Space Camper trucker cap with a couple cool pins on it. One for the GigaHop mascot and the other Space Camper classic. Yes, sir. Space Camper IPA. It'll blast you off into another dimension of taste and flavor. And it'll leave you satiated for days. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that the variety packs are back. So if you like hoppy stuff, mm-hmm. uh, those Space Camper variety packs are really fun. Pick those up. I recently found out that we have, well, I've known that we've had a few fans of the show that live in Canada. And every time we mention Boulevard, they go, No, we can't get we it. We can't get it. And I go, That sucks. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I actually reached out to Boulevard. I was like, What's the deal with like, mail and stuff and they're like absolutely not yeah no way shape or form hey, can I'll we do take that my fan boat up there <laughs> yeah so now we have to like <laughs> liquor run this up there like illegally is this a sin <laughs> bringing beer across borders <laughs> oh boy i'm getting hot under the collar not when your head's on fire <laughs> i need to purge myself a sin purge the sin uh this weekend is March 6th, if you're hearing this episode, and we'll be at Cinderblock Brewing Company. Yes, that's right. Uh, us and a... a uh, Cadre. A, yes. Of different local podcasts. Uh-huh. Who the hell is this for? Debates on Tap, Nightmare Junkhead. We'll be competing in a virtual Mario Golf event to benefit Kansas City Hope House. Uh, Boulevard has graciously given us a raffle prize of free beer for a year. Yep. Which is great. And... A we, PlayStation 4 yeah, Pro. Yes, we will be giving away the PlayStation 4 Pro. Given us but to us by Boulevard. Yes, but they <laughs> gave it to us to give away. So yes. technically, it's from First Issue Club. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the credit. <laughs> uh, other it's, like, give, it's like when your dad gives you money to put in the... Uh, to buy a gift for your mom. Or the donation tray at church. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that was actually from me. My yeah. my hands are the last ones that touched it. <laughs> uh, hey, God, this one's from me. Yeah, remember me at the pearly gates. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God, remember when I gave you that $5 bill? <laughs> that was from me. I could have put it in my pocket. <laughs> What a Just bit. Paying your way into, <laughs> into heaven. March 6th, Cinderblock Brewing Company. If you live in the Kansas City area, hope to see you there. If you want to donate to the Kansas City Hope House, DM us if you want to Venmo us some money to do that. Shout out to uh, my sister that did that. Oh, yeah, that's great. She gave a $1,000. <laughs> yep, minus a couple of zeros, but, you know, now she's good for it. You hear that, Charlotte? You down for a thou? Can we put you down for a thou, Char? <laughs> yeah. 1K. You guys are loving abbreviating things. <laughs> 1K, yeah. a thou, Char. Uh, if you want more of this goofiness, head over to the Patreon, which we're going to record now. Also join us on the Discord and all uh, other social media outlets. Until then, sayonara. First Issue Club is brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company via Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Our music is courtesy of the fine folks at Primary Color Music. You can find, friend, and follow us on social media at First Issue Club or firstissueclub.com. 
You can support First Issue Club by joining us on our Patreon for additional content at patreon.com slash first issue.